Hi, my name is Pat Blythe, and welcome to Love the Music. Today's date is June 22nd, 2021. I'm a day late. I ended up filing my column on the day I set aside to edit and publish the podcast. So they traded days and I'm late. A self-imposed deadline I like to stick to, but I just couldn't keep my eyes open past 2 a.m. So here I am, 8.30 on a Tuesday night, editing today's podcast. As closures continue and borders around the world remain relatively sealed, we are all getting on with our daily lives. Murmurings of moving forward, but it's all still a wait and see. Europe is inviting tourists. The UK is now fighting the new Delta strain and has postponed its full reopening by a month. Canada is softening a bit, but only in teeny-weeny baby steps. The homeless are being forcibly removed from Toronto parks. Third world countries are so far behind in vaccinating their populations. I wonder if they'll ever catch up. And still, the days blend into each other and we all move forward together. It's a world that's upside down with no way to accurately predict the future, as if there ever was. Yes, globally we're all frustrated. Our wings have been clipped. However, I believe we'll all get through this. There will be challenges and tough times ahead. We need to consider each other, all of us, collectively. This is not an individual fight. This is not a me versus you. It's a worldwide battle. We can choose optimism over pessimism, hope over fear, laughter instead of anger, reaching out instead of pushing away, helping instead of fighting. My next guest is drummer percussionist Davide Dorenzo. I first met Davide when I got the opportunity to photograph Tom Cochran with Red Rider. Thanks to bassist Jeff Jones, I was introduced to then road manager Jerry Lee, who made the arrangements. The pre-show dinner was at a local restaurant that apparently had been selected by Davide, the group's foodie. Davide made a point of coming over to the table I was sitting at and introducing himself. I've loved this man ever since. He's one of the few drummers I know whose sound and playing technique I can recognize anywhere. A small note on Jerry Lee. He suffered a catastrophic stroke three years ago and is no longer able to tour. He remains, however, very close to Tom and the band, and they are all in constant contact. With his long dark hair and bushy beard, Davide Dorenzo is a force to be reckoned with behind the drums. Out from behind his kit, he is one of the gentlest, kindest people I have come to know. Originally from Guelph, Ontario, Davide is a musician's musician and has had the good fortune to play with damn near everybody. One of the most versatile and in-demand drummers in Canada, Davide has equally strong profiles in jazz, rock, pop, and R&B. An alumnus of U of T's Jazz Studies program, Davide won a Juno in 2007 as a member of Jack Soul for R&B Soul Recording of the Year and was nominated as Jazz Drummer of the Year at the National Jazz Awards in 2008. He has performed, toured, or recorded with Holly Cole, Ashley McIsaac, Dion Taylor, Heather Bambrick, Richard Underhill, Cassandra Wilson, Molly Johnson, David Wilcox, Sarah Sleen, and Alanis Morissette, just to list a few. He was a member of the Peter Smith Quartet and was also house drummer for the hugely successful Canadian Idol series. He also performs in tours with Tom Cochran and Red Rider. 
Davide joined electronic band New Deal in 2019. For all three members of the band, it was a bit like old home week. Davide was the original inspiration for the band's direction back in 1998 when he performed with them at an impromptu gig in Guelph. New Deal released a new album in the fall of 2019 and promptly went on tour right up until the pandemic shut the world down. In June of 2020, they released their latest album, Isolation Suite. According to the band, what started out as a studio experiment quickly blossomed into a creatively charged look inwards on our time in isolation, both as musicians and as humans. The energy that was generated by being alone in the studio for 10 hours a day definitely translated into the musical emotion that embodies the isolation suite. It's Davide Dorenzo here. Pat, nice to see you. A little bit about myself. I am a proud father of four, a professional musician that's been, I guess, on the scene for, oh boy, maybe a, a little over 25 years, maybe longer. Something like that. Um, happy to be alive and happy to see you. I'm a drummer. I play, I play the drums, I play percussion, and uh, I dabble in other instruments as well with regards to, um, you know, uh, compositional tools. So a little bit of piano, a little bit of guitar, a little bit of bass, yeah. Okay, question number one. Okay. Where were you a year ago? And where did you expect to be now? Okay, a year ago would have been beginning of August. I would have been probably on tour with The New Deal, or I would have been out with Tom Cochran yeah, and Red Rider. Where would I have I've been now, right? Is this your, it's like, yeah, where, presently, where did you present, expect to be now? Okay. Um, Probably the same. <laughs> I would have been either on tour with uh, one of those two artists. Yeah, because there were uh, there were shows that were confirmed. Right. Yeah. So, what's your current situation now? You know, it's not super awesome, uh, but it's it's, it's not uh, it's not terrible either, to be honest. There have been a lot of blessings. Uh, that I've experienced during this process. Uh, there have been some hardships as well. Um, musically speaking, um, and obviously nothing is happening with regards to live playing or touring, uh, which is, I would say, probably 75% of my bread and butter, and, and, and the rest, uh, you know, that 25 or 30%, whatever, um, sort of revolved around studio work. So um, I've been quite fortunate because in the last 15 years or so, I've been uh, sort of building a studio in my basement, and I've been lucky to um, to have that. You know, ironically, it's 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 actually been quite busy with regards to uh, utilizing that space. I've been very fortunate. So I've had uh, you know a number of artists uh, request drum tracks um, over the last four and a half months and it's kept me relatively busy definitely not making what I what I normally would have made this time of the year but uh, it's something and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I know you've been working with Steve Pelche. 
a, a wee bit, a wee bit, yeah, a, a, a good, a, definitely a, a dear friend and uh, somebody that I really admire, uh, both as an artist and as a human being. And so, no, we we um, we got together a couple of weeks ago to do a little something. I guess he's got a YouTube channel, and uh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. So you write. Yes. You write. Yes. Compose music. Mm -hmm. So have you been writing? Well, <clears throat> yes, I have. Uh, Has any of this been affecting how you're approaching it? Or? Absolutely. It's given me more time. <laughs> so it's been a blessing, you know. Yeah, I'm doing some stuff with a couple of different artists mm -hmm. uh, that are recording. Uh, in fact, recording in actual studios. So that seems to be opening up a little bit. And I do have a few things uh, coming up in August and September, which is nice. It's a good, it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, the writing has definitely uh, been affected. The whole process has has been because I've I actually have had that time when in the past I wouldn't have had uh, that kind of time to really focus in on 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 that creative aspect. You know. So is what's going on in the world around you? As it, I mean, you said you play guitar. A little bit, yeah. A little bit of piano, yeah. Yeah. So when you compose, do you are you composing on the piano and the guitar? Yes. Primarily. Yes. So is what's going on around in the world today? Is any of that reflected in in your writing? Absolutely. I mean, I I, I think it's it's inevitable. I mean, if it if you're open, I mean, if you have that mentality to to be open to your surroundings and what's happening then I think it's inevitable that that definitely has to flow through you and come out a, a certain way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. It, it depends on, on, uh, on the different artists because I'm trying to think of composing on drums, but when you mention piano and guitar, it seems that even drummers tend to lean towards one of those instruments. <laughs> Well, Although you can compose on drums. Absolutely, and I, I yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's not like I haven't uh, come up with ideas on drums that have inspired certain uh, tunes. Uh, sort of rely on my trusty smartphone and and uh, lucky to have that little um, app that uh, that can record at any time, and and so that saved me a bunch. And so yeah, I've, I've definitely come up with some ideas compositionally from the drums as a tool. How are you coping personally? Um, generally speaking, very well. I have, I have a, an incredible uh, partner in my life. I realize how important um, that aspect uh, has been in my general wellness, mental wellness. And I have, I have four beautiful children that, that keep me on my toes, you know? Uh, they somewhat distract me in a very beautiful way. Um, and it's not always easy. They've been out of school for the last five months. So it's been, you know, it, it, those experiences pre present their own challenges. But generally speaking, I've been very fortunate. But I have had um, some bouts of, uh, you know, sadness, you know, and, and real kind of, Let's have a look of, you know, a real look at what's what's really going on here. And, you know, and, and the questions, of, you know, what it's, what it's going to look like, um, when or if are things going to get back on track. 
so on and so forth. I mean, I'm obviously not saying anything new. I know um, when I say my family, I, I, I like to think that I have a couple of different families in my life. I, I have my my wife and my children and my, my extended family, uh, but I also uh, I consider uh, the, the musical community my family as well, and that being photographers, lighting directors, tour managers, so on and so forth, backline companies. I mean, I consider us a, a real family. So I, I have moments where I, I feel very sad for my family, you know, and I, I, I wish I could make it better. And I'm trying to figure out some ways that I can contribute to make this sort of move towards a direction that, uh, that will seem maybe a little more um, positive, I guess. It's and uh, it's a tough one. It's a mm-hmm. live performance. The question is really is the key to development of any artist, but I also think it's the key to ongoing development of any artist. I don't think it really matters how long you've been performing your art. What do you think the live music scene is going to look like going forward? Well, you know. I've I've been at this uh, a good chunk of time, and my my hope is that we're able to play in front of people again because that's that's what really fuels my my fire. And um, I realize how how lucky I've been over all these years to have had all those experiences where I'm, and you've been there as well. You know, you've experienced it we've experienced it together where you, you see a crowd of however many people and, and, and it's, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful experience. I mean, performing in front of people, but also the love that they give back. And, um, so I, you know, I hope it comes back in that form, uh, sooner rather than later. What I, what I worry about, and, and again, this is just an opinion and, um, but what I, what I, what I'm concerned with is all of these um, live stream experiences that I that I, I, I you know I, I've been hearing about, um, and I'm I understand that you know one needs to turn somewhere if there's nothing going on. I just um, I don't feel like you're actually getting that live experience. Obviously, you know if you're sitting in front of your computer and watching somebody in their living room play some of their newest songs. And I trust me, like I, I get it. I understand where it's all coming from. But I hope that that will not be the reality, you know, where we're going to be just stuck staring at our iPhones or, or our smart, smartphones for that, for that matter, uh, or, you know, our laptops. Because I think it's just, it just doesn't have that same impact. Anyway, sounds old school, but... Well, you now, now, you're not on social media at all. No. Because one of the questions I have is, is and I skipped it, it <laughs> doesn't pertain to you, is how are you keeping yourself relevant? Yeah. Um, and you do it in a different way, really, is you're in contact, like over the phone mm. or texting yeah. with your fellow artists and friends mm. as opposed to social media. How do you find being off social media? I mean, you're not, you don't do Instagram, you don't do Facebook, you don't, nothing. Mm-hmm. How do you find that? Well, for, first of all, it's, it's, it's been, it's been, it was a conscious choice, and it still is a conscious choice, and it's what works for me. Um, uh, but, you know, uh, to answer your question, I, I, I've never been on social media, so I don't know, 
I don't know what it's what it is that I'm missing. Um, so in a way, that ignorance ignorance is bliss in a way. You know, like there's there's one of those you experiences. Don't know what you, know, you don't know. You don't know. And you don't know. And and um, I do hear ab- about it, and I and it, it does pique my interest every now and then. And but I've always been encouraged to uh, follow my heartbeat. You know, and my heartbeat doesn't resonate with the social uh, social media sort of aspect of things and 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 trust me um i have you know there's no judgment towards people that 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 are on it and and uh and i totally get it and 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 i i've missed a lot of important events uh because i'm not really connected in that regard and and uh so uh, yeah there's there's positives and negatives in in every every one of the choices that we make in life but but i'm I'm confident in the choice that I've made up until now, and, and that could change. And now a little music. A fun, upbeat song co-written by Fats Domino and Dave Bartholomew called My Girl Josephine. One of Davide's favorite songs, I put this track on when I want to dance with my children. He chose it for its infectious groove and screaming New Orleans vibe. Hello, Josephine. How do you do? Do you remember me, baby? Like I remember you. You used to laugh at me. And all the woo woo I used to walk you home. I used to hold your hand. You used to use my arm. back to the Pandemic Interviews, Conversations in a Changing Time. The song you just heard was My Girl Josephine by Fats Domino. You're listening to a conversation I had with drummer Davide Dorenzo in August 2020. Do you think 2020 is going to be a career killer for those artists that aren't so well, well established? Ooh, I hope not. You know, um... There's been a number of artists that I've been talking to 
that um, they're actually making the, the hard decision not to go back on the road. That this is, that uh, it's, you know, they've gone out and got themselves jobs. Mm -hmm. um, they have a family, as you do, to support, mm -hmm. and they have decided that, you know what, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, so I think I'm just going to pull off. So, I don't know if you'd call that a career killer, but it definitely um, is a serious effect. And then there's those that are not well established. Well, we're, you know, I said earlier, you know, we're all in the same ocean except we're on different vessels. So this is the tricky part about answering this kind of question because everyone's got to make uh, a very personal decision um, regarding their situation, regarding family, financial, um, so on and so forth. I mean, yes, I, I, I do have quite a few friends that have reached out that have uh, had to look elsewhere to make, make, make ends meet. Um, I also have quite a few friends that have moved out of the city completely because they can't afford to live here anymore. This is something that really worries me because when artists start leaving places, it changes the culture. It changes the richness, the potential of, of the richness of culture in places. That really worries me. Uh, yeah. I know, it's a tough one. It's yeah. a really tough one. There's a lot of changes. I have a lot of friends, same thing. Yeah. I moved out of the city. I started this one with the Boy Scouts motto, is you always be prepared. And the question originally was, can you, could you actually prepare for something like this? And the, the overwhelming answer has been no. Mm. Some have been, well, you know, maybe if we give it some thought. So if I flip it around and say, is this now a good time to sit back and plan and prepare for the future, once the gates are open, once everything gets back to whatever the new normal is going to be, mm. to take some time and prepare for that, so that you can, you know, you're all ready to sort of jump out the gate. Well, absolutely. I, I mean, this kind of time has has afforded us those moments of of deep reflection. And um, again, we're all in different situations. Um, I know I've had to make some some tough decisions in my life. I've had to, in my life in the last four and a half, five months, I've had to make some interesting sort of decisions, uh, maneuvering and whatnot. Yes. Um, I think it's also really important though to truly understand what it is to live in the moment as well. I think, I think, um, I catch myself looking ahead a lot. I catch myself looking back a lot during the, this time and, and, um, oh man, it was so great. I mean, this time last year I was blah, 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 playing here, doing this, running, uh, what's next year going to look like? What's next, you know, and I think I've really, I've really tried to sort of be in the moment, um, as much as possible and, uh, you know, have faith that that things will will come around somehow things will things will get better somehow um i honestly believe that this time is a real time for me personally uh, of, of 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 deep reflection and education there's a lot of learning that i'm going through um uh, especially as a father uh, my my experience in the last eight years since my, my first child was born 
was such that I was away a lot. And so I was a certain kind of father in that kind of life. You know, when I speak of that life, it's like not that long ago, but it was a different time. Yeah. And this is what COVID has, has uh, definitely brought to light. Um, and I was the best father that I could be. But I also realized um, now that I've had all this time to spend with my, my children, it's made me readjust and, and, and think about sort of how, how to spend that time with my children. And, and it's, it's changed the whole trajectory of, of uh, my role as a father, as a parent. Um, and it's really kicked my ass in a lot of ways, to be honest with you. But generally speaking... It's been the most beautiful experience of my life, truly, truly. So I'm in a situation that's, that's unique in the sense that um, I have a young family and a, and, a, and a wonderful partner in my life um, that I really enjoy spending time with for the most part. So um, it's, yeah, <laughs> I don't mean for the most part, I'm saying, yeah. No, no, but it's not, nothing's perfect, right? Nothing is perfect. And and this is, so I don't want to come across like, it's, you know, we're all shits and giggles and strawberries and daffodils. Um, But honestly, generally speaking, it's been, it's been great. And it's been a real education. Um, I, I really, I have no control over what's going to happen tomorrow. And so this gives me a little bit of solace and, and, and it makes me realize that, Let's just focus on right now, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's been good therapy for me, without yeah. a doubt. You know, um, I've also mentioned this. I mean, I've had a number of conversations with my musical family, uh, yeah. as well as my family family. And, um, you know, I realized this pause button. You do, you do reflect. You look back a little bit, and you, you kind of go, man, I've been on this sort of treadmill or this... What's what's the spinning spinning wheel the that I, wheel. the hamster wheel? Thank mm-hmm. you. I feel like I've been <laughs> I've been on that wheel mm-hmm. for a long time. Very lucky to have been on that wheel. I mean, I'm not l- looking back and with any kind of regret or anything like that. Uh, again, it's brought me to who I am and where I am today. So I'm very lucky for those experiences. But um, this pause button has been truthfully a real blessing for me it's been in a way exactly what I needed I know that you know I can't speak on everybody else's behalf here and I know everyone's in different situations and it's not like I I, I don't have um, bad days but I'm grateful we all have ups and downs and I and I wonder. A lot of people have mentioned the pause button thing, and I've been thinking about that one. And I thought, you know, is it a pause button, or is it the camera lens just refocusing? <laughs> it's been it's been um, very cathartic for some people, very very um, helpful. But to me, it's to me it's a refocusing. It's a pause. It's a pause to a previous life. But then you look at that previous life and you bring the best bits forward. Yeah. And you use it and refocus and. On your four beautiful children and your lovely girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I think resilience is a really um, big word here as well. You know, I I think uh, history has taught us that 
we have been quite resilient over the last many, 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 many years, uh, going through some catastrophic moments. You know, we can talk about world wars. You know, I can go on and on and on. Natural disasters and so on and so forth. I believe we'll we'll get through this. My hope is that we come out learning something, learning something uh, significant. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, we uh, learn to be maybe a little kinder to each other and uh, a little more respectful. Yeah, bring the hugs back. Yeah. Do you think artists and creative people, artists, musicians, tend to be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more adaptable? As one artist put it to me, we, we have the ability to pivot because in the gig economy, there are unexpected things that happen. So you're dealing with... You know, it's not the same shit, different day. It's a different shit, different day. Well, I... I so you do know, you think that... Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, as artists, um, it sort of goes with the ter- territory, right? Like, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the last 25 years, I, I, I didn't know when something was going to happen or if it was going to happen with regards to a phone ringing or uh, an email coming up uh my my inbox you know like uh so this is not super uh surprising in this uh, what's the word i'm looking for it's not like we have to maneuver in a way that we've never had to maneuver in the past uh this is a good kick to the ass but it's um again it goes with the territory with what we do you know not knowing what's next what's around the corner it's what it's what feeds that adrenaline as well, you know. What do you think about the live streaming and and things going? I mean, there was one fellow in the U.S. who got together with a virtual reality company, mm-hmm. put on a concert through virtual reality. Over a million people attended the concert mm-hmm. with avatars. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably going to get you know crucified for this but yeah i i I just sort of i just sort of go back to um what i said earlier like to each their own and i really do mean that i and it's not to say that i'm totally opposed to it and like i have done stuff on camera um in the last four four and a half months mind you only a couple of things Mm -hmm. uh I say, you know, if it works for you, great. That's that's sort of my my take on it. It's not like the real thing, I guess, like being in front of other people. But I also realize that that's not a possibility. So it's funny. I'm like right in the middle here. I, I, I um, it's not it's not something that I uh, I'm uh, looking to do. But if the right opportunity came up, I I would consider it. How does that sound with regards to live streaming? It's, it's your own personal opinion. Yeah. And not everybody likes it. Yeah. You know, not everybody is, uh, most people are going, oh God, I hope we don't go down that road. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not what musicians look for. Yeah. So. Another favorite of Davide's is Into the Mystic by Van Morrison. He makes his composition and vocal performance seem so effortless. The musicians on this track play in such an understated way never stepping on the vocal and truly exemplifying accompaniment in its highest form. 
I play this track when I want to dance with my beautiful wife. You know I will be coming home Yeah, when that foghorn whistle blows I gotta hear it I don't have to fear it And I wanna rock a gypsy soul Just like way back in the days of old And together we will Come on, girl. back to the pandemic interviews conversations in a changing time the song you just heard was into the mystic by van morrison you're listening to a conversation i had with drummer davide dorenzo in august 2020 the little research that i've done for this little project that i've now created for myself has been um the sale of the things that i just happened to come across was the sale of instruments online mm-hmm. 
has gone through the roof. Okay. And it's not just home studio stuff. It's like you want to buy a guitar from Joe Schmo Music, you're going to have to wait six weeks because we're sold out. Yeah. So there's that happening. Mm -hmm. And the other side of that is that musicians who learn to play the flute in high school, they're bringing it out of the closet, they're mm -hmm. dusting off the guitar, mm -hmm. uh, vocalists are thinking, you know, or, or somebody who wants to be a singer, I think now's the time I can take singing lessons. Mm -hmm. To add to that, if you're a writer, um, it's different writing on the piano than it is on a drum set. You've mm -hmm. got a um, bass player who's learning drums, you've got a drummer who's learning piano, mm -hmm. you've got a guitarist who's learning the cello, you've got whatever. So, I think different music comes out of different instruments, and the approach to it is, is, is going to be different depending on what you're using to write on. Do you think that there might be a new renaissance in music coming out of all of this? Perhaps. I, nothing would surprise me, right? Because this is, you know, they don't say unprecedented for nothing. I mean, um, who knows what's going to come out of all of this? I, I mean, Listen, if, 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 if this is inspiring people to be more creative in their lives, that can only be a good thing. Whether they're, whatever, whatever, um, you know, uh, whatever inspires, I mean, if, if you know, it's... You're a multi-instrumentalist, right? Basically. You're, ish, you're, yes. Ish, okay. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're primarily a drummer, mm -hmm. percussionist, okay. But you do, you do noodle on the piano, yes. you do noodle on the guitar, yeah. right? So if you're writing something on the drums, your approach to the piece on the drums is going to be a little bit different than if you're writing something on the piano, even from the piano to the guitar, because even the cording, the sound is a little bit different. So yeah, they they all inspire different different things. They they inspire, um, you know, it's like it's like the spark, right? You know, the spark could be a drum beat that you're hearing in your head. You know, like whatever it is. Uh, whatever comes to your mind, like something that inspires you, that could be the spark and that could lead to something else. I mean, a great writer that I've known for a long time in, inspired me, encouraged me to uh, pick up an instrument that I've never picked up before. So, it, you know, it could be the, the ukulele or the, the, the mandolin or, 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 uh, or a kalimba or whatever, whatever. And he said you'd be surprised how that would inspire a different way of writing, a different sort of approach to writing, which was a really, some really great advice. A lot of people tend to go back to the 60s and the 70s, because mm -hmm. it was, but everything was unique then. So now we've got a pandemic where everybody's learning something new. Mm -hmm. So are we going to get that uniqueness again? Are we going to get something different? Is there going to be a renaissance? Could there be? I can say this. Different? I can say this. Um, I consider this a real golden opportunity. It's a golden opportunity for all of us to to be better. Period. I'm not really sure I, I, I can say it, you know, I, I paraphrase it, but that's pretty much exactly where my heart is with regards to what you speak what what you're speaking on, with regards to like a renaissance in music. If that's the case, beautiful. Uh, but this is an opportunity to do some good. Yeah. Do you, do you think this whole pandemic thing has encouraged more collaboration among artists, maybe artists that you don't normally collaborate with? A hundred percent. Because, and I've been doing it, 
I've actually, uh, you know, there's, yeah, um, I've been working with some some artists uh, that I, I I choose not to really men- mention with regards to names, um, but I've made cold calls to certain people, and the response has been, absolutely, let's do it, let's collaborate. So I'm working on a bunch of recordings with people that pre-COVID I wouldn't have even imagined emailing or calling or getting a hold of and saying, do you want to do some, do you want to do some creating together? Do you want to do some recording together? Um, and these people are like, absolutely yes. So the point is, it doesn't matter if you're Bruce Springsteen or, um, you know, someone that's not as famous, let's just say, we're all in the same situation. Um, none of us are performing, really, really. So this has given us an opportunity to be on somewhat of an even playing field, you know, and, and it's, I, I think it's, I think the ego factor has been squashed a little bit with um, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of people, which has been a real blessing. It's, it's actually put a big smile on my face because um, I've definitely experienced the artists that have uh, had, um, what's the word? Uh, a lot of things handed to them, you know. Uh, obviously, they've, they've they've worked really hard too. Don't get me wrong, but um, I I think it's really, like I said, created more of an even easy. playing field. Yeah, I th- I think we're just on the same uh, on a, on a very similar level of playing field, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah, because it segues right into my next. Question. Yay! All right. <laughs> Which is because everybody, and it doesn't matter whether you're a Mick Jagger and Elton John or yeah. a Sting, yeah, or some Joe Schmo who just picked up a guitar in their garage yes. six months ago and was deciding that rock and roll is for them. Right? Yeah. Everybody is in the same boat. Yeah. Everybody is on a level playing field. Everything's yeah. shut down. Yeah. In one business. My thought was, is this now a golden opportunity <laughs> to use another phrase that you just used, which I have written down right here. Is this a golden opportunity for more focus on local artists, on you know, you can take it, by local I mean either in your community or in your province or in your country. Mm. Um, Live Nation is, they're all shut down. So where are you going to go for your music? You're going to look to your community, to the musicians that are within your community. And I'm wondering if this is going to be a really good opportunity for indie artists in particular to sort of start to slowly rise to the top. You know, you can play in parks. You can play in the street corner, you can do driveway concerts, you can do back deck concerts, you can really focus on your community and start to build a following within whatever your community is. Is it a good time to listen local? Maybe we shop local, we want to buy local, they want us to eat local. How about listen local? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting on your question you and I'm... Away. Yeah, ultimately... Sure, it, it, it's great to um, support your local musician. I mean, I, I do believe in that for sure. But I think this, because this is such a global event and because of uh, how easy we are able to share our music, I think in general, we just need to support musicians, period. I mean, that's my sort of take on on your question. Uh, of course, it's it's good to support local, yes. But I'm I'm looking at it more sort of on a broader scale, mm-hmm. and especially now where, you know, 
the majority of us are doing nothing, really. Uh, I think it's important to support all of us as, as much as we can, you know? But it's not just the support. It's, the, it's an opportunity for the local musicians and those that are sort of mid-level to kind of break out of that mid-level and start sort of building their audience sure. more because they don't have the competition of the major concerts coming in right now. Well, sure. And, like, again, we don't know what that's all going to look like. I mean, there was, like, a pecking order at one time, right, before all this. So we don't, we don't know how that's going to shift. So, I mean... Um, the billing pecking order. I mean, it's, I don't know what that's going to look like. I mean, there are predictions, but, um, but again, this is a golden opportunity. You're right. Uh, and, and obviously I said it earlier, but, uh, I love, I just, I love the fact that I'm hearing stories of people just picking up an instrument and playing because I think it goes way beyond whatever they're writing or singing or, or playing. It's, it, it, it's about the therapy more than anything. And uh, that's one of the most beautiful things that music gives to us. I mean, whether you're an actual musician or a listener, uh, it's therapeutic. What a, what a gift. What do you think it's going to take to get people back out to the music venues once they open? That's a very good question. Um, and obviously, it's something I've pondered. Well, besides, you know, a vaccine that's not going to freak people out, I think just more, more education in 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 what's what this is all about, what what COVID is about, what it's, you know, what it. I mean, it 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 feels like we're learning on a daily, weekly basis about what this is, and and uh, you know, moving from stage one, what does stage one mean? What does stage two mean? And like, we're all sort of learning as, as we're going along. So I think the more education will um, help the consumers, the fans, the audiences to navigate in a way that they feel will, will uh, you know, be beneficial to them regarding health, ultimately, you know, like, so, so, so they're not, you know, being threatened. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> How's that for an answer? I don't know. Do you think the current circumstances have in any way heightened the awareness or the contributions of those in the music community? Maybe maybe even increase some respect for them a little bit more? Recognize the value of what they have to offer? Uh, do you mean among consumers? I hope so. I hope so. Time will tell. What have you learned from all this? You know how precious life is? How um, how those little things in life that you don't really consider really mean a lot have a like serious meaning? And that as much as we think we're in control, we have no idea what's around the corner. You look what happened in Beirut. Uh, you, none of us have, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's, this has been a real education for sure. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface with regards to what it's taught me and what it's continuing to teach me, you know, and that's actually, uh, pretty exciting. Two positives to come out of all this, one personally and one professionally. Personally, uh, 
spending more time with my family and wanting to become a better husband and, and father. So that's personally. Uh, professionally, learning how to use my Pro Tools rig in my, in my studio, which I, because I've always had an engineer there, so I'm doing it all myself. Um, and uh, more writing and more collaborating. Final question. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is a fun one. Okay. Everybody has a favorite artist. So who would you want to open for and or share the stage with? Nobody with regards to opening, uh, opening for, um, respectfully. And share the stage with um, my dear friends that I play music with. And that could be any one of them. That's my answer. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. That is all. That's, that's it. for That's your 19 questions. You made it through. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Is there anything else you would like to add? I just want to say thank you, Pat, for having me and for... Um, being so uh, sensitive to the situation that uh, musicians and uh, everyone in the musical family is concerned uh, and, and uh, audiences alike. Uh, thank you for giving us this forum to speak. Appreciate that. It was a lot of fun, Pat. You've just listened to a conversation I had with drummer Davide Dorenzo in August 2020. We sat in my living room catching up on life and mutual friends in the music business. Davide is one of those special people who are truly interested in you and what you have to say. Big heart and big hugs. Many thanks to Eddie and Quincy Bullen and Paul DeLong for writing and performing the theme music for the show. And to those of you tuned in, thank you so much for taking the time to listen, inviting us into your cars, offices, and homes. If you'd like to continue listening to what these musicians have to say, Follow me on Podbean or any one of the platforms you're using, and you'll be notified automatically when the next conversation is published. I am Pat Blythe, and you're listening to Love the Music. Have a great day and a wonderful evening.